All right, Sarah Hathaway, this week we watched The Bachelor, a TV show about single women being emotionally manipulated by ABC. What is your major compliment to this show, specifically season 20 or generally the entire show? Well, this is going to be, I think at this point, for the entire franchise, because I don't know how this will play out for this particular season. But, so this show is like very outdated and sexist and terrible and a lot of its ideas about relationships and gender dynamics. Loving this compliment so far. Yeah, but the one thing that's like sneaky great about it is that the historically the relationships do not last very long on this show. Like some of the winners actually like get married and have families. But the lasting relationships on this show end up being the friendships between the contestants, particularly the female contestants. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. They are like, there to a make lot friends. Of them, no, they are because they stay in the house all day long and they don't have the internet. They're not allowed to read books. They have nothing to do all day but talk to each other. Are they actually not allowed to read books? Because Tanya and I were that's wondering true. about that. That's a true wow, thing. That's yeah, brutal. that's something that every why, contestant why no does. Why no reading? I feel like I would, I I would treat it like a prison yard. And just like work yeah. out. All yeah, the time. they be really great shape. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they do each other's hair because they don't have any access to professional styling. Um, oh. But that's the thing that, like, they do it so that they can get more drama out of it and also so they continue this brainwashing process that this is the only person they can ever possibly date. Right. Like, Finally, something else to do. It. Ben is here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why they do it. But the kind of like nice, like, <sighs> sneaky cool thing about it is that so many of these women actually become real life friends like that's the whole thing where they're like i hope that you end up with like that as as weird as that sentiment is to say they say it because they actually like each other more than the person they're supposedly competing over yeah it seems kind of like they went like went to war together (laughs) build a real strong bond yeah yeah if you can find somebody in that house that you actually relate to like hold on to that person Well, and there's also yeah, that, and I feel like they really do. That actually really does explain also why they're so excited to see him because it is like prison, or it's like they're like a like your dog when you come home from work. They're like, I've seen nobody all day. <laughs> just so yeah. excited to see a person. Not that they're like dogs in any other way, just that they've been kept prisoner. Anyway, yeah, like uh, dogs. Yeah, I get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just all them bitches. Oh. That's not what I said. Um, uh, I'll go next. I sure. So wait, just really quick to establish. So I watched all of season 20 to so date. Far. So far. Yeah. Eight, eight episodes. Um, Sarah's watched everything ever. And you guys, Chris and I, you've watched a couple episodes of season 20? Uh, we watched three episodes of season 20. And Tanya has seen at least one other episode of The Bachelor. Okay. I have seen all of Burning Loves. So I sure. feel yep. like I've uh, seen The Bachelor. Okay, so Chris, Chris and Tanya, also, yeah. did you guys see the episode where Cameron Diaz got voted off? Where she got no, where Jennifer Aniston? Oh, you're talking about Olivia? Olivia, yeah. Oh she, no, we didn't see that. We who, wanted to see that one so bad. That's okay. what I really oh, hoped. We were like late to this recording because I was convinced it was going to happen in the episode. Oh we yeah, it, it goes way longer. No, than you add expect. it to the queue, guys. Add oh it my to gosh, the no, because make, that make girl has staying power. I will be watching all of the episodes. Okay. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> because it's poison and I can't stop. <laughs> Yep. Well, so Welcome. I'm going to spoil, I'm gonna spoil <laughs> a lot you. of stuff Thank for you, you, but I need to spoil the ending of Olivia because <laughs> it's the best. So she stays around for way too long and I don't like her. And then eventually she's, she's the one with ugly toes. And, yeah, and cankles. Uh, cankles. Uh, for her own admission. Yes, that was her thing. They made fun of her for having ugly toes. And then, uh, and then when uh, the Bachelor's friends from back home died, she was, he announced to the room and then she was like, hey, can I talk to you? 
Some people have been talking about my toes. Yeah, anyway, we just watched this. So that's when she gets the first. I have of, cankles. And yeah. She starts crying. I really like that. Like they're blogging about it. <laughs> that's the beginning of her douche edit, I think, is where they make her look real bad there. But, but okay, so the ending of Olivia is he goes on a two-in-one date where he takes just Olivia and Twin and they're in the Bahamas and he takes them to an island and they like one sits alone by the fire where the other two talk and then he takes the other girl and they go off and talk and then he has one rose and then he's like it's time will you come here Olivia takes her off to the corner of the island and says I'm done with you and then while she's (laughs) crying walks back gives the rose to twin gets back in the boat and they drive away and leave her on the island alone (laughs) the way he breaks up with Olivia one of the twins because I was telling Tanya Oh, Man. oh uh, you missed so much stuff. Oh, no. It's okay. it's just one twin, and her personality actually is allowed to blossom once <gasps> she is the one twin, this and she's exactly... pretty cool. She's real hilarious. Um, yeah, I liked them. Definitely too young uh, emotionally, I felt like, for yeah. what the show and, demands of you, which yeah. is immediate commitment forever. Yeah. Also too young but in she's awesome. years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's too young in all the ways. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, yeah, also she's like 23, right? Which is definitely too young to be like, where's my husband? I'm such a hag. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, they're all too young. They're all too he's young. He's 26. Oh, yeah. Like, what? Well, he, he's, yeah, he's also 26, which is one of the youngest bachelors I think they've ever had. Usually the guys are like 28 to 30, and the ladies all tend to be like 25 is their, their median age, I would say. Yeah, yes. that that feels right for what I've what I've glimpsed in the past. So... They leave her on the island. <laughs> That's how he breaks up That's with her. Is he maroons yeah. her in the Bahamas. And I was like, well, surely there's, you know, the cameraman is still there because he's filming her. And then they do this helicopter shot of her just standing alone on an island crying. And it just, yes. and, then, and then we never see her again. A PA picks up her bag from the mansion and everyone's like, is that Olivia's bag? What happened? And they never talk about it again. She is, as far as I know, still there. Her new bachelor is a volleyball, and she is trying really hard to make it her husband. And they Wilson, just... I just we have such a connection. <laughs> and Wilson is like, "Look, I'm seeing ten other people today." <laughs> well, you know, Alex, into... <laughs> go ahead. Sarah. Uh, if you liked that date, might I interest you in the previous Bachelor seasons? Badlands date. This is oh, a staple God. of the Bachelor franchise. The two-on-one is always someone gets eliminated mid-date and then the PA comes and grabs their bag. Um, But it's always, it's been done in increasingly hilarious ways because this franchise has gotten a little bit self-aware. So, like a lot self-aware. So last season they were in the Badlands when the two-on-one happened and he broke up with both of them and flew away in a helicopter to reveal (laughs) a beautiful shot of these two women standing a quarter of a mile apart in the Badlands completely alone. (laughs) And a previous season, the two-on-one was mid-Cirque du Soleil performance in Las Vegas. And they took one of them down, unclipped her from the high-wire thing she'd been performing on, and then the other two flew away into the rafters. Oh, no. It's gorgeous. That is the best part of the show by far that I've seen. The two-on-one is always really good. Uh, inspired. The, there I was another two and one in the twin date, you guys, which you'll have to find out more about. But first, uh, how about Tanya? Why don't you go next? What's a major compliment? Um, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Um, I really like Ben. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel dirty, but I really like him. Oh man, I, am I like not like not? I I don't know what to tell you. What, I just feel like if he proposed today, you'd say yes. 
oh god no i mean <laughs> i know i would like tell him to like go back to school I feel like, but i feel like there he's um there's just a lot of like aggressive transparency about the way that he's handling this whole situation that yeah. i find really entertaining he, like watching him and we saw first episode one and then the most current episode eight at least current as of this recording it is rending him apart it is, oh, this yeah, is destroying him yes <laughs> like this oh is, boy this is an amazing journey well if because it, he is just he is so wrecked unless, if he doesn't wreck wait, you you're a bad person right but oh, exactly. unless is there because you both made noises like oh you missed episode seven when he like opens his robot panel and like greases up everything in there like what are we missing uh I, I sense a little bit of putting it on with him. I feel mm. like he has a real yeah. politician vibe about him, and that's not yeah. necessarily a bad thing. I'm sure he's actually a really nice guy, but I'm starting to suspect more and more as this season goes on that he's maybe not even really that into any of these girls, and this is just like oh. a thing that he's doing because it's a great exposure and a great opportunity and i certainly wouldn't fault him for that like he's cute enough he's nice enough he's very good at putting the emotional burden back on the women which is something that the bachelor really has to do very well because he's under contract to not actually say how he's feeling yeah he never says anything and it's always no. he's not allowed to that's why the brothers went after him in the hometown dates and said it sounded like he was saying canned lines is because he will get sued by the like by ABC, if he says anything about yeah, how when they acting. whenever they accuse him of brainwashing the girls in the in the hometown, it's the brothers accuse him of brainwashing them. Like he is clearly the most brainwashed. Everything he says sounds yeah. like a producer gave it to him in in the in his earplug or whatever. She like, seems like the kind of girl that I could potentially see myself settling falling down for. With. Yeah, falling it's, for. Yeah. He's so careful. Falling and, for is the key phrase and I, the journey. And I know so much of this is like the producers but also i don't know like his favorite color is blue his favorite flavor of apple is red delicious like he's the worst person oh god yeah he's from indiana i know your favorite color is blue <laughs> i i mean the the red delicious apple made me like like you're crazy no one likes that apple yeah that's yeah that's it's, it's a garbage apple it's made of grit and spit it is it's so not, bad uh, he i don't know I'll i find myself be a little, out i also hated the beginning when he was like when he walks in and he's like i just don't think anyone will ever love me and i was like you're 26 and a 10 so maybe just hang in there buddy someone's yeah. gonna love yeah, you yeah well he said that he said that on the bachelorette too it was right, very was like apparent from like yeah it was really apparent from episode one that he was going to be the next bachelor like to the uh, point where i was like was he cast like for that? And I mean, he might have been. So the bachelor but it was, was like, like his narrative run. was too good. Well, yeah. it's always someone from the previous season, which is how I've ended up watching all of Who this. It's because like they've started nesting next? their next person. Yeah. Oh. Who's, who's going to be the bachelorette? Do you think Olivia? I feel like it's either going to be not Elise? Olivia. I feel like no, it's no, either going to be. Kayla. Kayla or Jojo and I'm leaning more towards Jojo at this point. I'm leaning towards Jojo because I'm pretty sure she's the one who's getting eliminated next week and I don't think Oh, he's, he's a- definitely ending up with Lauren B. Oh yeah. yeah Lauren but that I've thought that since the first episode. I think yeah. you're yeah. probably oh, yeah. right, although I would yeah. say Kayla would be my first choice for him uh, and then small face. <laughs> um but Which goes just, into my comment. Well, I call her Dollhead. Oh, yeah, Dollhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doll I mean, I like Dollhead. I think they get along well. But Kayla is also a software sales rep, and they actually have that in yeah, common. They're, yeah, they're like, oh, what kind of what kind of boring ass software do you sell? Oh, I sell this kind of boring. That was the ass only software. time where I thought there seemed like they actually had something in common. Besides, yep. like you're hot, I'm hot. We're on this show. Let's be hot. 
Yeah, that's that's very very true. And uh, this goes into my compliment. Yes, thank you. Uh, Keep us which on. is uh, for the dish of chicken adobo, which is a fantastic <laughs> chicken dish. Uh, it's one of the world's great dishes, and uh, you know I was very pleased to see that Kayla's family, uh, her mom is from the Philippines, uh, you know welcomed Ben with some chicken adobo because if you want somebody to love you. Serve some goddamn chicken adobo. I enjoyed that home visit because Caleb's mom uh, seemed very friendly, and Caleb's dad is a real weird-looking guy with a lot of money. And, yeah, uh, uh, but also a uh, reasonable dad. He's super like he suspicious of this entire enterprise. Well, by a oh lot. man, that's the best part about the home visits is they are not contractually obligated to pretend that this is healthy. And yeah. so the, and, the and families like, are the ones who are like, you do know he's <laughs> also going on home visits with three other women today, right? Yeah. It's like, no, I don't think about that. I just love and him. She, yeah. I just, I think I'm falling in love for him, daddy. And daddy's like, uh, I see that you have a lot of emotions for this, but I really think that you got to protect yourself here. I mean, yeah. we all yeah. must do as JoJo's mom does and drink wine straight from the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Georgia's right. mom has had some work done, and I'm not sure she's capable of drinking wine not from the bottle. <laughs> well, Georgia's, Georgia's mom was, like, was the best. Her dad was a dick. Her brothers were huge dicks, even though, like and in real life, probably healthy, good. But like, it just seemed like the dudes were really mean. And then mom is drinking wine straight from the bottle. Like her house is not. <laughs> things are not going yeah. great there, as opposed to low B. One of her brothers was also on a reality show. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, he was he on... kind of a villain head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The reality he was show, on the like... show called Ready for Love. It was a oh. very brief, like I think one season experiment. I think also on ABC, but I like mean, it seems like ABC. Like Eva Longoria their... hosted it. ABC seems like they're putting all of their eggs in this one bachelor-shaped basket because it's a two-hour show, a live after show, a weekly like wrap-up thing. They this he, he's on the the Jimmy Kimmel all the time. Like this is a, a Bachelor network now, and it's on all year between their three shows. It's it's never not on. They have basically, three shows. What's per the year? third? Yeah, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. Which like guys. I won't take up this podcast talking about it, but boy, should you invest your eyeballs in Bachelor in Paradise. Why? What is it? It's because just people it's in swimsuits all the getting greatest busy, right? Hits. Yeah, it's all your favorite past contestants from any of the seasons, oh, and man. they bring them in week by new people in week by week in an uneven number gender-wise, so it alternates rose ceremonies, guys and girls. And if you're wow. not in a couple, by the end of the week, you get kicked out of paradise. Oh, so it's man. like The Lobster, but on TV? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's oh, this movie. Oh. Don't worry about it. It's an annoying movie reference to something very few people have seen, <laughs> including I, Chris. I was so glad it became Bachelor All-Stars because I was really afraid you were going to say Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor Junior. Yeah. No, 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 no. The children only get involved as adorable props on hometown dates. Right. Oh, but oh, I, I would love like a bachelor version that takes place in a retirement community. That Ooh, the bachelor senior. Yeah. I like that because really when great. they're like, I'm ready to settle down because what else is going to happen? Like, yeah. I don't have the time. Let's go. Yeah. The bachelor masters. <laughs> yeah, the bachelor masters. <laughs> Get ready for love. Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast, bad books, movies, TV, you know the drill. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me, as always, and I say that as a good thing, not as like he's following me around. He's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Alex, I'm really nervous to start dating 26 girls at the same time. <laughs> it gets better. Does it? There's this moment where he's talking to the other bachelors where he's like, is it weird kissing a bunch of different women in the same day? And they're like, yeah, at first. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, at first it's a lot to process, but then you start turning your brain off. Yeah, yeah, then you grind down the part of your soul that has normal reactions to things. <laughs> and you just kiss, and it's great. Uh, also joining us today on Third Mic, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter, also in our Brooklyn studios. It's Tanya Smith. There are like six Laurens here right now, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be top three Laurens. So <laughs> I'm excited to be here. It, it so is, many Laurens. Usually it's Ashley's. Too many Laurens on my TV. So many Laurens. There were four different Laurens out of 26 girls, and there was a Lolo. Yeah. Or a JoJo. Oh. Uh, who LB. Was it? Oh, LB. Yeah. There were two Lauren Bs. One yeah. had to go by LB. <laughs> because there was no other. Yeah. There, no other way. Well, I mean, they couldn't just call the real one Dollhead out loud. That would have been too no, embarrassing. No, <laughs> That's an internal name for her. <laughs> yeah. Also joining us this week, very special guest uh, at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter in Los Angeles, California. Sarah Hathaway. At first, I was really skeptical about this podcast, but the more time that we spend together, I'm just having all of these, like, real feelings. <laughs> and I think I can say now that I could definitely see myself falling in love with this podcast <laughs> yeah yeah tell me more about your feelings i have They're none just of like my own so deep i've been single for six months and i just feel like i'm gonna die alone <laughs> <laughs> i'm just so pretty i might not be ever ever be able to find anybody I've just it's very hard it. for someone with my perfect bone structure to find <laughs> anyone in this world and rich parents yeah. and great job uh, yeah, also, uh, so this is episode number 331. We have now done as many episodes as the number of chinchillas removed from a home in Wisconsin by animal wef- welfare personnel last week. That's too many. That's, too many. <laughs> That's why they were removed. They weren't just, the animal welfare didn't come to be like, look at all these cool chinchillas. It was because there were too many. Uh, mm-hmm. this, That's what the citation said. The city, <laughs> too many chinchillas. They just checked that box because it's so mm-hmm. common. Uh, the city is trying to uh, trying to get some money reimbursed because apparently room and board for all 331 chinchillas is costing them over $2,000 a day. Whoa. <laughs> they had to get donated chinchilla cages and chinchilla food. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of things that are terrifying and the names are hard to keep track of, this week we're talking about The Bachelor. Hey. Season 20. Uh, and the currentest season, uh, and and we are at current, so we're at season episode eight. So episode nine will probably come out before this gets released. But as of this reading, as of this talking, we are very current, which is fun. We're not usually current on things. Yeah. Um, so we know the eliminations. And I can't say that I'm going to keep watching it, but I am going to. I'm interested in who gets eliminated, so I will read. I mean, I think I know the order, but still, I'll, I'll read the. I'll read some wrap-ups. Yeah. Um, we are. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Hey, guess what? Cool thing, you guys. Cool thing alert. What? What's We're that? opening up sponsorships again this week. Hey, sponsors! So this is a just this is a, a deep dark place for some of us. Uh, Sarah's been here from the beginning with The Bachelor. I don't know if this is a thing you're super proud of, but if you guys at home have something that you are not entirely proud of, maybe this would be a great time to make us dive deep into it. Go to readdashweep.com, sign up on the mailing list. We will send out an email this week on, yeah. how, on how sponsorships are going to work. You'll have 24 hours to get your sponsorship suggestion in, and we will pick our favorite eight and then do those episodes. But you got to sign up for the Weekly Weep email newsletter because that's when you're going to know when the sponsorships open up. That's where we put it out. So join the Weekly Weep. As a bonus, you get the Weekly Weep, which is so fun. Yeah. Uh, A couple weeks ago, Chris said he didn't like brunch and surprisingly little hate mail flowed in. Yeah, because I think I made a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, You were wrong about most things, uh, but 
Uh, I think people were just too busy eating delicious eggs to be mad at you. Hmm. Ah, so you did get some hate mail. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting it now. I've been holding it to deliver now. (laughs) I I think a lot of what you said is is good, uh, but... I just don't know how you could pick sandwich over eggs and potatoes and toast. Listen, I, I never said brunch isn't delicious. No. Brunch is a delicious meal. But the timing and the wait, basically between the timing, the demand, the wait time, everything else, to choose brunch over breakfast and lunch is a waste of your time. See, that's the spoken like errand. That is spoken like a person who has a nine to five. Because brunch for me is waking up at 1030, going straight to food, no wait. Yeah, on a weekday, sure. Yeah. But on a weekend, when you want to brunch, you want to get eight people together for brunch. My God. See, that's a crazy thing. This is why your problem is having eight friends. Oh, okay. got to keep the friends list real short. So it's like <laughs> table for four, one of the yeah. chairs will be empty. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, somebody might not come. So, uh, so th- this, okay, so this is the craziest, uh, this show. It's the craziest. Like, I spent the first couple hours just, go- just I just don't, I just don't know. I don't understand. Um, my like my brain is throwing 404s every time something new happens. I just have no idea. So Chris, yeah, please explain this to me. Uh, sure. Summarize in the style of other Chris, the Bachelor's Angel of Death. <laughs> Chris Harrison. Girls, I'm just gonna Chris yeah. Uh, novelist Chris Harrison. He's a novelist. <laughs> he sure oh, has yes. a book or two. That one. Oh, uh, that guy. I know everybody's under a lot of pressure right now, so I'm just going to take this rose and cryptically leave it in the middle of a room. He, Chris <laughs> never shows up with good news. He, yeah. like, during the rose ceremony, he stands there, doesn't say anything, and then he comes up and is like, this is the last rose, and then fades into the background again, as if Actually, the women were not watching the roses deplete. You know, he did show up on soccer date to wear a jersey and to meet the U.S. women's national team players. Oh, that's basically. true. That's fun. Yeah. Otherwise, he's just world's worst florist. <laughs> All awesome. I have is ro- three roses, just so you know. <laughs> this is the last rose. No, I don't have more. <laughs> so, uh, The Bachelor. Yeah. Uh, it, is a, it is a reality TV show that is ostensibly a dating show. The idea... Uh, for this season's called The Bachelor, is there's a guy who is uh, the object of desire of more than 20 women. And these 20 women all live in a house together. They're all from all over, but they're all eligible. And the idea is that through a series of dates, The Bachelor gets to know ladies, uh, the ladies in the house, and the ones he likes, he gives roses to. At the end of each episode, there, you know, say there are 20 girls, he'll have like 18 roses. And so he gives the roses to the people that he wants to keep, and then the people who don't get roses are uh, eliminated. Asked to leave. Bad, yes, bad women. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're bad and they <laughs> left on an island alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's usually a bunch of women who are in their yeah, early to mid 20s who are things like kindergarten teachers, real estate planners, and uh, kindergarten planners. Or it's, twins. It's a big mix. Or, yeah, there were two, and their job is just twin. Every time in the job field thing on the screen, it would say, Emily, twin, uh, even yeah. after her sister was gone. That's not even oh, the man. best one. The best job description <laughs> I have, well, there's two. The, c- competing for the top spot in my heart is free spirit. And <laughs> what? And dog enthusiast. And that oh, girl and brought weird. a dog. There oh, was chicken. I, there was a chicken enthusiast this on this season. Chicken from enthusiast. One town away from where I grew up. Yeah. Yeah. She Washington girl. I was real sad that she didn't stick around to like do a real fun hometown. 
Yeah, we did have. Yeah, Portland also didn't make itself well uh, in the in the didn't show itself well in the first episode. Well, one of of the two Portland girls because there's a girl who's from Portland. Yeah, from Portland, we did get to see her, and we got to see Lauren B's from Portland. Yeah, we got to see Dollhead's tour of my neighborhood actually. Yeah, food truck, indeed. Yeah. Food truck, which means she's not hasn't lived here in a while because no one here calls them trucks. They're food carts. But anyway, also yeah. they went to the whiskey library, which is a block from my apartment. And you know what they didn't do? Drink any whiskey. Um, it was real weird. Uh, on camera. Uh, yeah, exactly. They just sat on a chair in the whiskey library. We're like, look at all this whiskey. Well, let's go. It's 10 in the morning. <laughs> um, but uh, main girl from Portland who actually lives here, they were like, let's make her the dumbest version of Portland we can. Like, let's have... Her establishing shot be her in front of the mural that says "Keep Portland Weird" with a with the guy who rides bagpipes and plays Star Wars songs wearing a Darth Vader mask around in the background, yep. and then uh, unicycle her- riding bagpipe mask guy. I mean, well, the uni- for the audience of this show, that's what they think Portland is. It is. That's exactly right. Ugh. It's just that and checking people for gingivitis. Oh yeah, she was the dentist. dentist. Oh god. Yeah. Oh so, man, she made my heart well, hurt every time she was yeah. on TV. <laughs> well, luckily she wasn't on for very long. Uh-huh. But the idea is that these girls, uh, the first time they show up, they show up to this mansion in LA, and the bachelor's waiting to, to greet them. And one by one, they get out of limousines and they introduce themselves. And usually, you try to be memorable. You try to, you know, whatever. And then you just are in this giant room drinking and stewing while all these women are. are keep trickling into the room and you can always at any point it seems you can steal ben the bachelor away for a minute can i steal you for just super unclear rules on how long you have to let him talk to a girl before you can interrupt yeah uh, no rules they they can interrupt at any point and out of graciousness you have to say yes it's sort of like may i cut in the answer is always yes you can't say actually no oh is that a rule well i unless that person is the worst uh but yeah in polite society you, you gotta the may I cut in? No one ever asked to yes. cut in because I want to say no. <laughs> uh, go to more cotillions, I guess. It's I, so weird the way they just like they're in a group. He's talking to one girl in a corner, and then someone comes over and asks for his time, and then they are like, "She didn't wait long enough." Like there's as if there yeah. was some establishment of time in this crazy scenario. Yeah, it's really weird because you want to you want to get to know this guy. And you want him to get to know you by the time it that night is over and he's giving out the roses. But at the same time, you don't want to be a total jerk because while he's talking with other people, you just have to hang out in a house with all the rest of the women. And with so, your sister wives. Yeah, it's real weird. But as it slowly gets whittled down, you know, they go to places. They go to Mexico. They go to the Bahamas. They go to... Uh, and eventually, when it gets down to four people, he does home visits where he visits the houses of the people he meets their families because the idea by the end of this by the end of a reality show married ask the last person to marry him not totally required but seems to be heavily encouraged strongly encouraged he will he's at least required to have a sit-down meeting with neil lane because that he's one of their major sponsors <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. he's required to sit down and he gets to pick a ring if he wants to he gets to pick a ring from whatever collection Neil Lane is currently advertising. It's genius. That's pretty great. Yeah, and they're always, in my opinion, very ugly, very too much. But they're yeah. like giant. They're just like, what's the largest blood diamond we can put on a ring <laughs> and present to this woman on TV? This is our new bleeding heart collection. That might so be blood. you start uh, the bachelor. Oh my god, this is just such a weird journey because you start like in Ben's case with a guy who has deluded himself into thinking that a reality show is a viable way to meet somebody to become possibly the only way, maybe the only way, uh, and like he's letting girls down easy or medium easy for the most part <laughs> over uh, easy 
like for the <laughs> for the entirety of the show and by the end all he's done is just reject girl after girl and he just gets like distraught he's like more of a shell of a soulless human being by the end of this than yeah than he's I've so chipper at the beginning and he is oh less so by the end he's so earnest and he's, and he's taken so it way more seriously than a lot of the people have oh i was yeah. wondering about That's, that because it does seem yeah. like that would be a mistake taking I guess, it yeah, seriously I, I, feel, I don't even know what other season that I saw. I feel. I feel compelled to defend my my liking Ben. By the way, no, no. Oh, you don't need to. Really He's totally likable. He's but totally like, likable. I don't think anyone will ever love him. <laughs> yeah, unlovable, maybe. Unlovable, likable. I certainly want to pat him on the head. Is that? I don't yeah, know. Does that, that count? Seems fine. I want to play but, basketball with him and a bunch of children in his hometown. But I think, yeah, I think he just like displays more outward emotion than any of the other bachelors that i've seen like snippets of in the past yeah, he's quite emotional yeah. yeah which yeah i mean and it, that's again it's a low bar okay <laughs> there's not you don't have to do a lot you could cry once and i'll be like wow look at you go yeah I, I he's not he's certainly not the worst i i just all the things i hate are definitely things he was told that he had to say oh yeah and that's i mean the they thing, kind of Chris, smooth out their personality yeah 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 so this is one of the show this is a show where every person on the show has a story editor behind the scenes who's telling them what to say and crafting what their story is going to be. This is not, there's not a lot of like, like I would say I am a hundred percent certain that Ben doesn't get to choose the eliminations each week. He might be in the meeting, but there's no way he's making that choice. Do you really? Uh... Yeah, I'm positive. I'm positive that there's, that is a producer meeting. He gets to have input, but there's no way he's making that final decision. I don't. I'm actually not sure that that's true for this particular. Super convinced of that. I have no doubt in my mind. Why? What gives you the lack of doubt, Alex? Well, the fact that all shows are like that, but also the lace is the. There's just nothing good about lace. He never liked her, and she kept having to be around for a while. He does think that she's very, very pretty. Well, she's not. So he's. He was told to say that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He didn't get Alex's memo about whether or not Lace was attractive. So. <laughs> no. I. I mean, he's I clearly being coached. All of these shows have story coaches and have and the producers make the decision on eliminations. That like Top Chef says that like even the like skill based competitions the producers have get to decide the elimination. Uh, but this is clearly like the, I just the balance of who stays around is too perfect as like crafted for a story for it to be who he actually likes. Yeah, it is a heavily produced reality show. Yeah, every conversation, you know there's somebody right off screen telling them what to say. Sarah, I'm curious if you think that's true. Is well, that... you said you don't, so I guess you're I we're curious to hear more no, defensive. No, I I mean, but no, specifically the coaching of the conversations. Because, Alex, I do agree that there's, there's a conversation that isn't just Ben with himself in terms of who goes home. I think that's absolutely yeah. true. Right. But I think he might be getting a little bit more weight in this because he has to... He has to at least look like he wants to do progressive yeah, amounts to of, do sex to them. I think yeah, he yeah. has to look like he wants to do sex to them week after week after week. So he can't. They, they can't keep it like troll castle until the very end. No, 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 like, no. That's why. That's there. why I said the balance is like it seems clear that there's like these are the people he likes, and then we have picked the stories around that to make the balance show we want. I'm sure he gets. He's in the meeting and they ask his opinion, but then they make the final decisions. Yeah. Now, Sarah, you've seen 20 seasons of The Bachelor slash Bachelorette. How do you? Uh, how do you? To what extent do you agree with that? I don't. I know that the show has definitely become more produced along the way, as all reality shows have, because this was really one of the first ones. Yeah, it was super early. 
Yeah. It's yeah, like 15 years old, I think. Yeah. So it's it's been a long time. But the I, I so it, it's good for the brand if they can convince people that these people are actually in love because they do sell fantasy. Sometimes some snark sneaks into like their producing of the show. But generally speaking, it's very straight faced. That's like, here's what everyone thinks that heterosexual love should look like. And we're going to present that to you. With all of the packages, there's going to be fireworks, there's red roses, there's like long sweeping ball gowns, there's everyone saying fairy tale as much as possible. So it's good for their brand if the people do seem to actually like love each other and want to stay together. If you do stay together because of this show, you're trotted out like royalty for the rest of your life. I don't know if you guys saw the Valentine's Day special, the live mm-hmm. wedding. No. Um, Wait, it was what? a couple that met on Bachelor in Paradise and they got married on TV yeah, on Valentine's Day. And the special was cal- called The Bachelor at 20, A Celebration of Love. Oh, yeah. I did see the ad for that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but they bring out everyone. They are seriously like royalty in the franchise. They trot out everyone who has gotten together on the show and they like check in with them about their lives. The first bachelorette who is still with her guy that she picked on the show and they have like multiple children together. She like her whole life now is just like coming to these events and talking about right. her life. Like she's a career reality star now. And I feel like they can't manufacture that to a certain point. I do feel like early on it's probably more producer picks in, in the room with yeah, the girls. I, I but like later probably, on it's it's all him. Because a lot of times they pick the person who's not the best television. Yeah, I don't think he I, like I wouldn't say that the person that he picks in the end is chosen by them and I wouldn't say even that the people who st- like I would say that my my guess is he's got two people or whatever that he meets in the first group that he has any interest in and they they shape the rest of the group. And that they they say like all right, you he's like I want to keep this person, this person they're like great, we're going to also keep these three. Yeah, uh, these three. That are, seems are, reasonable. Yeah, no, so basically, they're choosing the house, and then yeah. he's choosing the dates. Yes, I think that is. Well, I, I'm sure he's not choosing who he goes on dates with each week, but or maybe he gets to pick or one. He gets one of them. I don't you know. know what I mean? I'm, so I'm he gets a set number of one. I think, he, I think he's in the Lauren B. And I thought you know, like when he got to pick the the ride in a plane date. That See, very... the, the girls all say that he's picking them, but I just can't. There's no. Oh, way. he doesn't pick what the dates are for no. sure. Even though he pretends that too, he's like, "I wanted to take you here," but I also don't. Oh, think they he have picks to pretend that. Yeah. It's so funny. I love it. I love it whenever they're like, "It was so thoughtful of him to hire that helicopter for the day." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is actually one of my also on the home visit is when um, Kayla, Kayla, or is it? Yeah, is it Dollface who makes him uh, build a dollhouse with her? That's Kayla. Yeah, it was Kayla. Kayla. He seemed genuinely surprised and delighted for the first time on the show. He seemed to be having a good time because all yeah. the dates he knows what's going to happen and he's so focused on it. That was the first time he's like, "What? This is actually crazy." Whereas yeah. he's it like, was "Weird that he described it as sexy." I was like, "Did they fuck in that doll factory?" Yeah. <laughs> they might have. <laughs> Did she blow him behind an extruder? <laughs> Wearing the hard hat the whole time? I don't know. I'm not into he it. He was into the hard hat. He was very into the hard hat. I find that to be suspicious. Hard hats are fun because we've all been little kids wanting to play with like power tools and stuff. Right? Just me? I was born I was 15. never a child. <laughs> yeah. oh, interesting. Okay. All right. So, so let me ask you guys. Is there anything... Uh, this segment's already going pretty long, but I'm just curious. Is there anything about the show that you wouldn't give a rose to? Is there a, oh, a plenty? A, yeah. Well, let's I do mean, some of those then. Let's put that make the make the hate segment. You got a limited number of roses. Who's who's getting eliminated? What part of the show is getting eliminated this week? 
Tanya? The, the women. <laughs> <laughs> All of the women? All of the women. It just, it, oh man, it's so bad, you guys. I just like watching them all interact with each other. Just like it makes me feel like an alien <laughs> observing like a like a, another planet's. Oh activities. yeah, it's so like, weird. I just can't. Yeah, I none of them are funny. Can't imagine. Yeah, I wanted. I do want to talk about this. The, like the people in more detail, and I want to pick certain of them. But did you? Um, before we get to that, was do you think that any of them might have seemed like? Do you think they would have been way different in a less insane environment? Yes, definitely. Is there like you're seeing people under a particular like set of like stresses and pressures, and they are and always aware that the camera is there. Yeah, no, you can't like, read a book, and yeah. you can, and you're forced to drink all day. Yeah, and anything that you say, you know, could end up on television in some way or another. Perhaps right. heavily edited, even to totally. Oh like, yeah, they do some of the most. Meaning. They do some of the most de- devious editing of the things people say. Oh yeah, the robot you, voice is strong. So much, yes, yeah, so much robot voice, and like, uh, if you like, when they give their confessionals, you see, you almost never see their faces because it's yeah. so they can do all the audio editing. It shows like pans of the date or whatever, and of other women in the house and reactions to things because everything they say is taken from every interview. That's why whenever they have those shots of like somebody's on a date, they show the rest of the house. Everybody's just glum, wearing like yeah. soft pants, and yeah, they're all sharing blankets. It's cute. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's Los Angeles. It gets cold. <laughs> well, they were in the Bahamas. Oh, sure. Um, they, uh, the, the robot voice, it's a lot of people saying, like, I can see myself with him for life. Like, yeah. a lot of that kind of editing. We're like, she might have said that she hated him. Yeah. I mean, tell. yeah. Oof. What else, what and, else do you want to... Well, Go ahead, Chris. I, I would definitely not give a rose to all the emotional manipulation. Yeah. yeah. It's like part and parcel. It, it's sort of... Ben might be a good guy. I don't get the secretly devious out of him, but I no. think the structure of the show... Well, I think he's too dumb for secretly devious. He's a little dumb. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think the structure of the show is laid out to... You know, because uh, all the emotional kind of weight is on the women. You know, he's just this object of, desi- of desire there. So by the end, you get to the top six, top four, what have you. Each of these women are so within this machine that they can all see themselves you know, with Ben yeah. by the end, which is just like, how could that possibly be? I have a lot of respect for Lace, actually, in that way. Mm-hmm. Because when she left, she was like, you know, uh, this has been really stressful. I clearly have a lot of work to do with myself, and I can just see that you and I aren't right together. So I'm just going to recuse myself, and I'm going to go. And yeah. I mean, Lace was crazy. I mean, Yeah, that was, was a good decision, but way late in the process. It was super yeah. late in the process. But, like, if you're not feeling, like, why stick around? You know? um, the, uh, the weird thing about this is that he has to pick somebody who did well at this show, who, like, handled all these stresses well. And I think probably the least attractive thing in a person for me is really good at being on The Bachelor. <laughs> like, that's a major red flag if they're handling this show well. Sure. You want the person who's looking around going, hey, this is fucked up. Yeah. Who's with me? Yeah. And just starts like burning shit. We're in the mansion. <laughs> they... Starts the revolution. Chris is on a head on a stake with some novels attached to it. Yeah. I, that would be a girl I could get into. Uh, they were prop books. There's no pages. You know who? Uh, you know who does not get a rose from me? Kevin Hart. Yeah. Oh, the, you, you didn't like the obligatory tie-in movie date? They usually do those. I don't um. care for that, but like in general, but especially so Kevin Hart and uh, uh, Ice, who was it? 
Sarah, who vanilla was the party ice. without ice? No, it was not vanilla ice. Was it ice cube? It was vanilla ice. <laughs> Um, anyway, so they're from the movie Ride Along, and so they come in, and she's like, or, or, and, the, and Ben is like, for your date, it's going to be you, you, me, you, and these two guys, they're going to ride along with us. And then Kevin Hart goes, no pun intended, because he does not get jokes. He's never heard a joke before. That Kevin was Hart. 100% intended. That was the whole point of this tie-in, was to say Ride Along with you two. Yeah. He doesn't get that that's a joke. Or I feel like Ice Cube said like three things the whole date too. Yeah, uh, which is to his credit. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, once they... you're in Triple X Two State of the Union, <laughs> I don't think you need to say a lot more. You know? No, you have that Triple X money. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Hart also showed years. his D to everybody, which I thought was a weird thing on someone else's date. What? They were in a hot tub, and he just stood up, and he wasn't wearing any pants, and they were like, ah, and they blurted it out. Wow, oh. that's fun. I have something I would give a, a, a not rose to. Please do. A thorn, if you will. <laughs> so, ooh. Um, yeah, someone's job, by the way, is just stripping the thorns off all those roses. That. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, absolutely. Those are the softest roses you've ever seen. Someone oh, went so, to film school. That's their job. <laughs> no one's beautiful hands shall be harmed by those love roses. <laughs> so we're next week, actually, uh, on the next dramatic episode of The Bachelor, are the <laughs> fantasy suites. And the fantasy suites always happen. Well, not always. They generally Is this happen. A yeah, they generally happen when there's three left, and they have the option. They get a hotel key for the fantasy suite, which is always covered in rose petals and with a jacuzzi and full of booze. And it's oh, like, please God. have sex here. And I assume condoms galore. But uh, so he has the option of whether or not he's going to offer that to the lady, and then she has the option of whether or not she's going to accept. A lot of bachelors have said. And bachelorettes have said that they don't actually have sex during that time. It's the only time that they have off-camera time during the whole filming uh, of the show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have, like, I think they give them, like, maybe eight hours where they don't have a camera around and they turn off their mics and they get to do whatever mm. they want. A oh. lot of people obviously have sex because they have pent-up hormones. But yeah. a lot of people have said that's just a time where they can be like, okay, so no one else is here. What are you really like as a person? They also but might, I would they, like. They could also do both. They could smush for not could a full both. eight hours and then talk the other time. I, you know, that's you, Alex. Um, <laughs> but like, I get the tired thing that real I don't want to give. Yeah, it would be very sleepy. The thing <laughs> I don't want to give a rose to, though, is like there's a lot of kind of like leering and like grossness that goes along with oh, it yeah. because it's three nights in a row, right? Like. Just uh, thinking about the hygiene alone is very unhappy oh, to me. who's the third girl of this mushroom? That's yeah, so but sad. like you don't want to be any of them, right? So it's no. just it's just kind of rough, and it does it happens less on the Bachelor because they're way more sex positive on the Bachelor, but on the Bachelorette, it's always treated like kind of like it's something very. Sinful. I was super curious about this, like how that dynamic is different, like yeah, with, with kissing everybody who comes along, or with the with the eventual inevitable smushing. Um, well, the yeah. last Bachelorette, that was a whole thing, is that she she went rogue and she had sex with one of the guys just, like, on a date. Like, See, I, I know. when there was a bunch Woo-hoo! of guys left. I knew that And it was happen. amazing. It's because she just wanted to, and she's like, well, we don't have a lot of, like, emotional chemistry, but we had a lot of physical chemistry. So they just, like, hooked up, and it was great because she felt amazing about it for, like, 
you could tell like maybe 20 minutes and then they sat her down in the confessional and you can tell they just grilled her and by the end of the conversation she's like I have to go into this rose ceremony and tell all of these men that I'm a tainted woman and And it was really really sad they like they definitely like made her feel really bad about it for the whole like season and then they course corrected by letting her have fantasy suites early with like more of the guys (laughs) (laughs) so how is how is the dynamic uh, I I guess because not having seen any any bachelorettes like besides the the sex dynamic i mean how, how is the show the same and how is it different i mean are some of the parts we've been talking about uh better or worse when it's flipped you know i'd say it's probably just different from from my perspective because the guys have <laughs> it's very funny the guys have less drama in a certain way that it's not the sort of like cattiness right. that happens Okay. Um, but they definitely get into fist fights sometimes, which is very Whoa. funny. Like it's much more aggro. Like the group dates are much more like physical challenges. Oh, like no. it kind of it falls into gender stereotypes a little bit that way, where it'll be more like, and now we're gonna go run a five k. You know, yeah. um, who can throw me the furthest? Yeah, stuff like <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> And I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hate it. Old timey prospector, what is my schedule today? At ten fifteen, you've got a phone call with the mayor of Soytown to discuss our current state of our uh, local sports rivalry. Uh, Eleven o'clock, you're judging that high school science fair. Noon, it looks like you have a lunch with a with the oh with the small property owners association of Meatburg. Ah uh, yes, spam. Just to clarify, are those people who own small properties? No, sir. Those are people who own normal-sized properties, but they themselves are only five feet, four inches tall or shorter. So it's uh, small Very good people. to know. Yeah, good. Uh, don't worry, Mayor Meatpot. I've got some remarks typed up for you for that. Uh, they're in the day's folio. Uh, so let's see. Speaking of speeches, this afternoon you have that big speech at Fort Meatburg. Have you had a chance to look over that draft I left on your desk about demilitarizing Meatburg? Oh, no. Error. Error. I did not see a draft of this speech. Oh, no, no problem. We can look at it over together in a little bit. No problem. This may be the most important speech I ever give during my time it's as o- mayor. Oh, it's okay. Calm down, Meatpot. It's going to be fine. You're pacing again. Everything's going to be okay. Old-timey prospector, I always pace when my stress circuits are activating. And if I do not do a good job on this speech, I will not have support from the Army during my upcoming re-election. Oh, whoa. Excuse me, I did not see you there. Oh, no problem, man. Wait a second. Who's that? How did you get in the mayor's office? Intruder. Intruder. Security, get in here. No, 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 no. I'm so sorry. You do not have to call security. I can just go. I can just go. Who are you? And what is your business here? Uh, I'm Jeremy Auer. I'm a new meat buddy. I've just been waiting patiently here to get acknowledged. What? What do you mean? Well, well, hell, welcome to Meatburg, Mr. Auer. Lots of, lot of owls in your last name. That's fun. Yes, sorry, we did not see you right away. How long have you been standing there? Um, since, de- like, December? Excuse me, let me just drink this water. Spit take! December? You became a meat buddy in December and we didn't even notice? Yeah, I guess I just figured you guys were, like, busy with the holidays and whatnot. I'm just glad I'm a meat buddy. We are so sorry, Jeremy. Yeah, we're normally really good at this stuff. I do not know how such a thing could have happened. 
It, it's really okay. I, I I was just worried I was donating to a different podcast on accident. No, no. Uh, we definitely received your... Where did you go, Jeremy? I, I just sat down. Oh, God. You are down there now. Oh, I see what happened. You must have stealth power. That must be your superpower. You move so fast. I mean, cool power, I guess, but but I didn't mean to... You have disappeared again, Jeremy. Where are you? I, I just stood back up. Amazing. I, I literally have not moved my feet. So your power is accidental stealth, like the E in the middle of your last name. No one sees it coming. I guess so, but truthfully, it feels like I'm not stealthy. You two just aren't very observant. That is just not true. I notice things all the time. Intruder, where did this desk come from? Dagnabbit! A desk just appeared right in front of your office chair. It's a super stealth power on that desk for sure. Yeah, it's kind of seeming like you just screwed up by not noticing I became a meat buddy back in December, and now you're trying to make it seem like it's because of my power. Jeremy! Jeremy, where did you go? I can hear your voice, but I can't see you. I have not moved a muscle. Let me ask my chief of staff. She knows everything. Sarah, Sarah, can you come in here? What can I do for you, Mr. Meatbot? Hi there, old-timey prospector. Jeremy, good to see you again. Hey, Sarah, what's up? You know Jeremy? Jeremy Auer? Yeah, he showed up in December. Very polite, lots of vowels in his last name. You have a chief of staff, Meatbot? That's great. I've been here for years. Oh, no. I just had another terrifying thought. Do I even want to hear this? I'm almost scared to ask, Sarah, but how many other meat buddies are in this room right now not saying anything? He's the only one at the moment. It took you a while to notice one back in January. She just stood in your library until you noticed her. Crank my gears! We have a library? I had no idea. But how do we know there aren't thousands of other meat buddies with amazing stealth powers hiding all over Meatburg? They're all over. They they just aren't saying anything right now because that would give away their stealth hiding places. That makes way more sense than my old theory, that we haven't gotten a new meat buddy in a while. Yeah, we're very popular for sure, but maybe our fan base is just so amazing with their stealth technology. Theoretically possible, I suppose. Can I go? Maybe this new desk that just showed up is actually made of crouching meat buddies. Oh god, they're everywhere! Did I shower inside of a meat buddy this morning? There is literally no way to prove otherwise. Yeah, I think you're really selling this too hard. Just tell Jeremy you're sorry for not noticing he became a meat buddy. You don't have to do this whole thing pretending to be really unobservant. It's not making him feel better. Wait a second. Why am I wearing this hat and carrying a pickaxe? I literally do not know. What they mean to say, Jeremy, is they're very sorry they didn't see the email when you joined in December. They're very glad you were able to join us. Why do I have such a nice office? What job do I have now? It's okay. I'm just glad to be here. Wait, where am I? Why am I talking to a robot? If you want to support this show, you can become a Meat Buddy by going to read-weep.com slash Meat Buddies. Or maybe you already did and they didn't notice. Either way, they really appreciate it and they're super sorry, Jeremy. Oh my god, I am a robot. Read-weep.com slash Meat Buddies. Now, back to the show. Meat Buddies, 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 Meat Buddies. Are you guys, it's time for the game of Top 5. Top five. Top or five. The segment called Top Five. So we we were hinting at this a second ago, but now let's just let's dive full into it. You be the bachelor. Who goes? Who gets a rose? Not a rose. Okay. Who's like your so? Not not for well. Okay, you could do for Ben or for yourself. I guess let's mostly stay for Ben. 
or for yeah. TV. We're choosing what's best for Ben, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like the producers do. Hey. So who 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 rose who no rose? So I already said I like software sales and dollface. Mhm. Or dollhead. Like Doll Sorry, dollface sounds more sexist. Dollhead. I really liked uh Jamie from Canada cuz I feel like she, by virtue of her Canadianness, she's probably very nice and she's a bartender, so she's a people person. She was on the show before, right? Was she? There were, no, there that were, that was no. uh That was Amber. Amber. Yeah, Amber's also a bartender and they oh. looked somewhat similar. But there was yeah. one other one. There were two girls who were on the show last year. Becca yeah. Becca, yeah, Becca. Yeah. Becca was the last one who went home. Yeah, it didn't mm-hmm. work, you guys. Sorry. Yeah, so I like Jamie, and I really, really didn't like... Uh, well, I didn't like Lace. Yeah, for Lace sure. is unlovable. And obviously Fat Toes, and obviously Rose Hat. Oh, Rose Hat was impossible. I couldn't believe she made the first round. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah was so that ex- was clearly just a producer, like... <laughs> yeah, isn't this funny? Also, Gluten-Free Girl, it was... I mean, she like, made me man, so breaking sad. that bread was really breaking that bread, and like, I don't eat gluten because it is Satan. And she said she was like, <laughs> "Let's be honest, it's Satan." Like, yeah. like, were you really holding that back because you were afraid of being honest before? Yeah. Uh, Woof. Not yeah. Not uh, oh, so much wrong. I with mean, that. limo entrances are always. That is rough. the worst. That was the most uncomfortable so I've ever been watching uh, TV. Awful. Yeah, they're oh, always bad. Does. They're always bad for everyone, both versions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when when. That girl came on wearing the rubber unicorn mask. Uh, I could not stop yelling yes at my TV. <laughs> I did kind of like hilarious. Tiny Horse. Yeah. Oh, and oh, Tiny, Tiny Horse was great. I yeah. mean, I'm giving all my roses to that pony. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny Horse gets the roses. <laughs> I want to marry a pony. <laughs> Just, you know, it doesn't end well for you or the pony. It seems like a great no. idea now. I could but really see myself spending my life with this pony. The and fantasy yeah. suite is not going to be Any of your negativity fun. about it. You're not going to like the, the fantasy suite. The special with the pony is just the pony eating the roses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely pony for the win. Oh, pony for the win. Um, how do you guys feel about JoJo since she's sticking around? Not great. Not great. Uh, I, I get like, uh, I've always gotten, this is unfair to say it, but I guess this is the real unfair portion of watching the show. Yeah. I've always gotten a real... Um, mean girl vibe off of jojo Interesting. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah no, i get the same thing like oh. she's very like confident and driven which are like great qualities i feel like in in this type of setting that becomes like i'm gonna take him first to all the cocktail parties and i'm gonna make sure yeah. i'm the best at making him feel better and like you know oh. that type of like i was head oh. cheerleader and no one's taking it away type right. of like oh. attitude yeah. about it i don't dislike her i think she'd be a really great bachelorette if they offered that to her um mm, yeah because she is so confident that. uh but i i just get like a weird vibe off of her i can't i can't explain it that oh, hometown I, was too dramatic it was super dramatic although she said she hadn't been home in a while and i thought she maybe it's because it was sort of toxic like maybe yeah. it's because everyone or because there's mean. chads everywhere leaving you oh, roses God, and letters oh, chad xo chad xo was the most blatant producer thing i've seen in a while on the show like the yeah, one where i could was... see the strings the most clearly that was like i was actually pretty surprised that they did that yeah <laughs> that was it's rough just not the way flowers get delivered that's not like right. nobody gets a handwritten letter with their fl- like you, well, you can't do that and it's it's written in the same fake handwriting font as all of the letters from ben that are like is love a pony find out exo ben <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm in the bushes exo ben <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
let's find out if our love is bushes, Ben. Oh, I thought of yeah. another one. Yeah. Another another uh, non rose. Yeah. Um. Another non rose. Uh. Oh shoot! I just forgot it. Oh no! Yeah, It'll come it. back to me. Guys, so sorry. Close. Uh, I also liked Red Velvet. She didn't make it far. Oh, she didn't make it far, but I she liked went her. on she night one. Yeah. Historically, bias against redheads on The Bachelor. Interesting. Redheads and well, yeah. I don't. How far does the Haitian make it? Jubilee. Um, yeah. Jubilee. Oh, Jubilee. Jubilee, Jubilee makes it pretty Jubes. far. I love her. She was too real for that show. She was so, and she kept saying things that I just I could identify with too. Because I can't, you don't watch something like this and not just put yourself there immediately, right? Like you're just mentally like, "Yep, I'm dealing with this situation too. Uh, yeah. How will I handle it?" Yeah. I so, I didn't put myself there mentally at all, but at the same imagine time, what that would be like. Yeah, uh, but she clearly like had enough of these fucking ladies. You know? Well, okay, so I have some mixed feelings about Jubes because she was definitely funny, and I felt like probably in normal situations I would really get along with her. Um, but she did make it super ako taco on the show, and like if you don't know that that's like that how you're coming across that's also a problem for me yeah like yeah. like when he said let me hold your hand and she was like ew no like obviously that's not going to play well and yeah i mean this is where i think the the incredible cannedness of it is probably something that like it is very hard to turn off your knee-jerk reaction to how fake everything feels yeah and that's exactly what you're being asked to do yeah, and some people are like shockingly good at it yeah, and that's disturbing. It is disturbing. And I, I think red flag. I guess that's maybe that's part of why I sort of gravitated toward like, you know, in this incredibly canned environment. If you see somebody who's being real and your reaction to that is, Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Like there's something there's something very like candid and nice about that. Totally. That and, yeah, expect. Jubes had that for sure. I, I thought she was fun. Um who was the uh who was the one who passed the bar on the way there? That was Sam. I don't remember her after that. Samantha, but- she but I thought that was rad. She was like, in the limo on the way here, I passed the bar. And then she turned it into the most awful lawyer pun. But yeah. good for you, passing the bar. That's cool. Yeah, once you're a lawyer at a law firm for like a couple of years, then you know every lawyer joke known to man. Oh, God. But she's not there yet. That's so, so sad. Um, yeah. uh, how did you guys feel about the twins? Terrible. Couldn't, couldn't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that was... them to be like, separated immediately. It was awful. Yeah, well, that but the was separation very... date was pretty awkward. The separation date, though, but here's why I love that date. All of those fat little dachshunds roaming around <laughs> in every single shot. Like, he's like, was, can yes. I borrow your mom and have a conversation with her? And they went walking upstairs, and there's just, like, this flood of, like, little fat, squishy dogs going up the stairs in front of them. And I was like, <laughs> damn, great. I love this. And then he left Haley there, and she was me so, yeah. like, it's just you and me to one of her dogs. And that was so great. Yeah, he. I mean, it's weird that he said like I feel like my relationship with, with Emily is m- progressing faster because I don't. We'd never seen them not talk at the same time. Yeah, it was pretty. That, pretty that's tricky. super odd. I was uh, on the first episode. I was telling Tanya that like you know if I were the Bachelor, like the first two things I would have done was it dismissed Lace out of hand for just being uh, oh, yeah. slurring her speech drunk during most of that evening. Yep, there's always one. Uh, and, I mean, and I, it's free, instantly- and I like free things. Sure, yeah. But there's also probably free, like, you know, snacks, and you could eat a snack. There's also free lemon water. Yeah, yeah, free cucumber water all the time, or lemon water, or just plain water. I'm sure there's water. But the other thing you do is you dismiss one of the twins, because otherwise they're just known as twins, and you're not going to get... Well, yeah, that's if you're trying to do well, but again, I think the producers had a say in that. Sure. Um, It really broke my brain. Like, I couldn't understand how dating them was like a thing everybody would want to do when they said that that's everybody's fantasy i was like nope i don't No, it's not it's not 
sisters related not not interesting at all not fun it was just yeah it was that they were so sure of that and then everyone who saw them was like oh the game's over twins are here like i can't they're like how can you compete with twins and somebody else was like they're twins how can you compete with that being an individual by not being a twin by not expecting someone to date you and your sibling at the same time yeah, all right. i think you win right away all right well, so I, th- I know why his relationship was stronger with emily though because she was the one who broke her finger playing soccer. Oh, yeah. She oh, was really yeah. good at soccer. She was and the great goalie who that was busted rad. her finger. <laughs> well, that's so that's so much fun cast. watching. That soccer date was so funny because you had two professional soccer players just marveling at the lack of any skill. Not a one of them had ever played people. soccer before, which is incredible. But let, that actually reminds <laughs> me. Let me do that because my question number two for top five is what was the best date? What was the most, not necessarily to watch, but what would be the most fun date to have been on? Plane, flying in a plane. Oh, flying For in a sure. plane? Yeah. They do of that the three every dates season. That I saw. Oh, the biplane. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty yeah. cool. Yep. Do you like uh, that better than kissing in a helicopter? Because the first helicopter date, they were really bad and they bumped microphones, but after that, they knew to push the microphone down so they could kiss. Oh. Uh, yeah. The, my one complaint about the biplane date is that Lauren B is a flight attendant and he took yeah. her in a plane. And she's yeah, like, great, sort of like I do this all work the time. Flashbacks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That did seem kind of neat. Um, my well, actually, one of the helicopter-related things. I think probably one of my favorite moments, and I can't remember who he was on a date with, but they were getting in, getting get on a helicopter. But they go to the roof of the Vegas casino, and there's a table, just one of those tall bar tables with champagne on it. They're drinking the champagne, but then when the helicopter lands, it blows over the champagne table. Oh no! And so the <laughs> champagne splashes, smash, the bottle yeah. smashes, and then they just kind of oh, hide behind dear the sweet table. JoJo. Yeah, yeah. So they just hide behind the little table while the wind is battering them, and then they kiss back there, and that was actually kind of cute and seemed genuine. Sarah, do you have any favorite dates from this season or or a past season that you thought were really remarkable? Sometimes they're just really funny. I think my favorite silliest one ever, so there's this notorious bachelor named Juan Pablo... Like, definitely yes. look him up if you want to yes. see someone who, conscient, like, with, with full knowledge of what he was doing, broke that show. It was amazing. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> but, like, there was their, their movie tie-in that season was The Lone Ranger, which is also very funny in retrospect. Yeah. So they had yes. a date, a group date, where they went to, like, a little frontier town movie set and learned how to speak in cowboy dialect and, like, learned how to do some <laughs> cowboy punches and, like, got trained with stuntmen. And then they, what? like, filmed a little thing. And then that was with um, uh, Desiree, who became The Bachelorette next. He, like, took her into this barn area, and he's like, great. And now, because you were the best on this date, we get to watch The Lone Ranger. And they just, like, brought them snacks, and they had to watch The Lone Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, maybe my favorite ever for being, like, yeah. (laughs) But it was just, like, it was the longest date. And it involved, like, speaking cowboy dialect, doing, like, stunts, like, riding horses around, and then watching a movie. And that just seemed, all of those things seemed really fun, except that it was the Lone Ranger. The one-on-one dates I'm not always crazy about, because it's, like, like now the two of you are going to go play baseball alone in a stadium, which is not really a fun one-on-one game. That's all um, they did in Chicago. It was such bullshit. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer. Um, but the uh, but some of the other like most of the group dates I would love to have been on. Like the let's have two women from the national the World Cup soccer team I teach us how to play I soccer. Would have loved that. So oh much. my god, what a great day! Yeah, um, it's so funny to me because Ben like wasn't playing but was like running back and forth on the sidelines. Like clearly the happiest he'd been in yeah. weeks. <laughs> he <laughs> loves sports and he probably loves guy time. Yeah, and he was just like hanging out talking sports with uh, Alex Morgan with Baby Horse. 
Yeah. And he had the most fun time. He it like clearly was just lit up. Yeah. And yeah, Emily got was... really into being goalie. Like that was really cool. Also, the one yeah. in Mexico, they they cooked. They got like they took a, a language lesson, and then they went shopping at the market, and then they got a oh. cooking lesson. And oh, then, that was cool. It was so fun. They made uh, they made uh, mole, which is super complicated. Yes, like, I would love to have been on that date with Ben or anybody. Just like let's go hang out. What a fun day! Yeah, hey, ben, <laughs> I'm just bring saying, your Ben, if this jacket, doesn't work out, <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 not not actually Ben because he is unlovable. Like every two oh, or three weeks, Ben, let's like go get a taco and hang out. Red Delicious, <laughs> Ben, get the fuck out of here. Um, what do you have a least favorite date? I think one of my least favorite things is, and now there's a, a band playing just for the two of us, and we're gonna make out. That seems awkward oh, yeah. for the band. Oh, that was terrible. My least favorite date this season was the Love Lab, where he smelled everyone and judged who who oh, smells the best. Oh, sour. <laughs> sour that can't be good. Yeah, you guys didn't see Love Lab. Um, oh, what it's, do you it's think? the rise of Olivia. Is that episode? Oh yeah, they had because perfect... she smelled the best. Ugh, they Which had is perfect... funny because then later they talk about her breath. Yeah, dragon breath. Yeah. What yeah. What do you guys think of uh, of the mom and that relationship? That really freaked me out. Like the, the home visit with the mom was really rough. Yeah, her that shirt was really upsetting. I mean, her, her shirt? shirt was in her shirt was insane during her home. Oh, date. the shirt that like like. I can't not. even describe it. It was so weird. Like I looked impossible. at it, my brain melted. Like it was so bad that my fiance, my fiance had watched the episode before I had, and he just texted me out of the blue. Uh, single mom shirt is the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like a peasant top that forgot to be a peasant top. And so it just like it has like flounciness, but you're not entirely sure where it comes from. It's like from another dimension. It's crazy, yeah. really weird. It Isn't was the crazy. Is that thing? like that black off the shoulder? Thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, unfortunately, you guys, your brains are going to be melting a lot. That is coming into into season. Oh, really? oh no. Yeah. yeah. Off the shoulder is coming for all of us, I and there is nothing un- we can just, do. I didn't understand how Oof. it wasn't falling off. I just physically didn't make sense to me. She had a lot of like good like tape situation going on there. I think my my kind of view on so mom was that defined. she seemed so sweet, and then they didn't let her talk about anything other than her children. So I never got right. a sense of who she was as an individual. I yeah. didn't get the impression that they really hit it off. I, that was one where I felt like the producers were keeping her around because it was an interesting story, and they wanted yeah. to get the home visit with the girls. But yeah. the home visit was so terrible because he like had fun at the beach, and then they cried the whole drive home, and then he looked like a wreck. Well, it's just, I mean, and it's so, I don't know. I, I, I guess, I mean, I think I'm just, because I haven't seen a lot of The Bachelor, I have I, I'm like a very like, I'm like baby eyes for everything where I'm like, oh man, <laughs> this is so hard. Like, all is. of this oh, is yeah. so hard. Oh, and like, yeah. They're really trying their best. And it's, it's so all just, hard. Yeah. Re- it's all just like really brutal. And like just yeah. the realities of trying to introduce someone that is simultaneously dating you and several other people to your kids. Oh. And like, you've never or even to your family. Anyone? Even if you're like, yeah. Hey mom and dad, this guy is in a serious relationship with me and three other women that is entirely manufactured by television. And but I you think get I to meet him emotions. right before the episode where we go to the sex room. Yeah. 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 Oof. <laughs> How your conversation with him goes. 
will affect right. whether or not I get to be in the sex room next week. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. and on top of that, like in in a normal like meet my parents situation, like the most time they're going to spend alone with your parents is like while you're in the bathroom, like powering through to like run back out and be like, everything is fine. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> and instead it's like, well, now let's have this 15 minute closed door conversation where I just like grill you mercilessly about my little girl. Yeah. Like, this is I, I love that. Can I steal you for a moment? Rules still apply to mm-hmm. the family. Yeah. The family. Moms. Yeah. yeah. A little, a little artificial feeling. I, yeah. oh, I was just, so stressed out this whole time. Like I said, uncomfortable on Twitter, but I think it's just the most stressed out I've been watching a show because I did watch all like fifteen hours this week. Um, and it's that's a just, lot at once. It's you got to so, space it out. Every minute is so stressful. Actually, the worst part uh, of my life is after I finished the first one and I started the second one. I tweeted like a thing about how the Bachelor's theme is "Let's be uncomfortable for the whole hour," and someone was like, "You do know they're two hours, right?" And <laughs> I had I thought it was just the first one. I thought it was the special two hour premiere, and then it was going to be an hour the whole time. And so the amount that I'd committed to this week went from eight hours to 15, sixteen hours. Oh God, yeah. it was so sad. I've well, you're, so sad. get ready for some true discomfort if you stay on this train because the breakup with the runner up is always the most excruciating three minutes oh, of I'm your life. Sure. Oh God. And and of her life because as far as she knows, she is dead. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah i don't no, know if i can watch that <laughs> no one who looks like that is going to go out in the world and find anyone ever <laughs> yeah especially so. now that they've been well well publicized in like the world's longest dating video right <laughs> oh god um i just hope that fat toes doesn't ever find anybody oh god really I, really i think, I I think really... everyone has a person i'm just kidding i just I mean, wanted yeah. to say something really unnecessarily mean because i was feeling bad and i wanted to share that Alex, I can at least match you. I told Chris that I was sure that Fat Toes was certainly going to murder someone in her lifetime. <laughs> no, no, you know one what? Of, she, one of her husbands. <laughs> she looked like one of her husbands. <laughs> <laughs> one of her husbands will be dead by her own hand. <laughs> That's awesome. She looked like Cameron Diaz, and she acted like Cameron Diaz in very bad things. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that, which is in keeping with what you just said. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's do our minor compliment. That's top five. We only had time for two. Sorry, everybody. Some great questions, and keep sending them. But I just wanted to do those two really fast. So we got to move on. Uh, if you have any more uh, suggestions of games or questions for our next topics, upcoming topics, go to facebook.com slash read and weep. Or you can always tweet us questions on Twitter at read underscore weep. And join the weekly weep where you'll find out about the next episode, and you can contribute there. Read-weep.com. Now it's time for the minor compliment. We're going in reverse order. Chris, you're up first. In general, I thought everybody's families that we saw in the top three or, or four in the latest episodes were pretty reasonable yep. and uh, and not crazy. Like so, even though JoJo's brothers were harsh, I yeah. thought they were harsh and suspicious for the right reasons. And you know, uh, Kayla's dad was suspicious for the right reasons, and you know, they seem supportive of of their girls, and they seem like they really, uh, you know, think this this whole show is a crock of shit. Uh, but I, I which is a fe- that a lot. yeah very fair conclusion yeah I I thought that the brothers were too intense like they were right to be suspicious but like obviously you're not going to change her mind right now like calm down yeah and also like you're taking a lot out on Ben that's not really Ben's fault he is also on this show yeah I took away from that entire home visit like how must her sister be oh. because I feel like it was as though there was only one sister in that family. Like, yeah. the entire time. Yeah, we didn't see much about Rachel. Was that her name? Yeah, yeah. She, like, emerged from behind her mom at one point and was like, hi, I'm also here. And I was like, oh, no, there's another sister. Yeah. <laughs> That's not great for anyone. Also, their their house was beautiful. Their house was really so, uh, sizable. At, 
at Guy Blow on Twitter did ask us the question, do you have a chance to be on The Bachelor if you're poor? And Sarah, maybe you can confirm Sarah. this, but I'm going to say, I'm going to guess no. I, no, I wouldn't say that's not, that's necessarily the case. They've gone to like one, some humbler abodes to see people's The home visits on this one were before. all spectacular. This was an unusually affluent one. I feel like most of them are way more normal than this. Oh, oh sorry. There's a siren, guys. That's fine. Um, but. How do they handle, oh, go ahead. I just, I feel like the one I'm thinking of is like uh, Sean Lowe, who is married to his finalist lady and they have, are expecting their first child together. Like, uh, Catherine is her name. And Catherine lived in Seattle in like a very normal sized, like classic Seattle home. Like one of the like little early 1900s ones that are all over like Queen Anne. And that was, like, a normal-sized house that her family lived in, and there was, like, nothing fancy about it. It was just, like, a nice, regular-person house. And I feel like that's happened a few times on there. On this one, So it's not always insane Dallas wealth. Well, and even Dollhead, who was from Portland, was actually from West Lynn, which is a real fancy suburb. Uh, and and she lived in a spectacular house, and it was like, oh yeah, dad owns this, is a CEO of this huge toy company, and yeah, it seemed like oh that was Kayla, yeah, that was Kayla, yeah, separate, but like it did seem like there was a lot of there was a lot of money floating around. Yeah, I also wondered how they would handle it if like your parents aren't together. Like, do they? Do oh, you, you just make see the one that you were raised by. It's usually like. Uh, your okay, <laughs> I was wondering about that. I actually just thought maybe this was on purpose that you're only allowed to be on the Bachelor if your parents are still together because it is so much about this married get married forever right away. No, no, they usually just fold that into the storyline. Like, the mom will be like, well, you know that she was raised without a strong father figure. Right. That's so cool. That's so nice to just be in there. It's pretty (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris, what's your uh, major or minor compliment? Oh, right. Sorry. That was a really long lead into a compliment. I I got distracted. Yeah. Uh, No, my comment was about the families. I already already Oh, you did. Sorry. Tanya, that's what I meant. Tanya, what's your minor compliment? I found a new show I'm going to have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank so you. Why do you say that? Because I know that you initially also had some of the same misgivings Concerns. and sort of like, oh, oh, no, my feminist brain is hurting. Yeah, no, I, I certainly mashed my face around a lot for like the first couple hours. So what turned you around <laughs> or, or what made it seem like something where you know you're going to watch more episodes of this? It's just such a fascinating train wreck. Yeah. It's just so like it's so deeply weird that... It, it doesn't uh, yeah there, you kind of can't stop watching like i need i need to know what happens i yeah, love you a lot like, i like you guys watching it like both of you mentioned you'd watch it together as a couple which is really fun because uh, the ones i watched by myself were way less fun than the ones i watched with megan and probably the best part of my week was when i got to text megan and say they left olivia on an island yeah <laughs> that made me it's really happy. good i mean if nothing else this season sit down, have a date night where you sit down together and watch the group date with the pigs. Oh, the pigs! Yes! Oh, we didn't even talk about the pigs, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I have no idea what you're talking about. I could not be more excited. I can't wait for you to see <laughs> yeah. with the pigs. And also, that's the episode where they do that coming up on The Bachelor, and they do a really misleading edit where it seems like one of the girls gets eaten by a shark. Oh, <laughs> yes! They make it look a lot like she gets eaten by a shark, and then there's no that's sharks. That's phenomenal. But yeah, there, there are a lot of pigs, and the girls don't seem thrilled about it at the end. No, they hate it. It's the before and after Shocking. talking heads are amazing for that date. Yeah. That's like um, the worst date on the season. I, but also, seemed like a ton of fun. I would have loved to do it. For me, not for them. Um, <laughs> it's not about them. Yeah. Which, um, 
Actually, I'll, so I'll do two. I'll do, yeah, I'll just do one super quick, tiny minor compliment, which is related to that, which is that a lot of the dates seemed like fun, but my favorite thing about that was that they go to a restaurant and they sit down and their food is already ready. Yeah. And uh, I think that is a fun way to eat. I liked it. If I could just think ahead my food and then I show up at a restaurant and it's just like fresh out of the oven sitting down on my, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I actually got concerned about some of the food and it's how long it had been sitting. Uh, at some of the home visits because the food was already like the table was set the yeah, food is yeah. all on the table and they've been talking for like an hour or two right and I mean, it takes so long to set up lights and stuff like there's a lot of chance of that food not being great when you eat yeah. it yeah. Um, yeah which is also a problem because your mouth probably hurts because you all have cold sores hey oh they must have some I mean but then they're also not allowed professional makeup services so they have some gangbusters tricks to hide that stuff they must everyone's or, lip line is looking pretty smooth or maybe it's like a week after the show is done they're like wait we all have oh okay yeah or gosh what if one girl gets a cold oh It'll man just spread oh my gosh it's like a cat colony I'm with sure an upper respiratory <laughs> infection oh, no. that's like 331 chinchillas in, a, in one house <laughs> all right uh, Sarah what's your minor compliment well, I was going to compliment the pigs, but I'm going to remain. I, I'm going to leave you guys unspoiled for that episode. Yeah, the enjoy pigs are great. it. But my other compliment. So I'm just going to I'm going to circle back to the female friendship thing. Um, I watched this show shamefully by myself for a while, and then I realized that there's actually like tons of people watch this show, and tons of women watch this show in groups. Yeah. Some of my friends back in Chicago have a weekly watching party where they do the fantasy draft too. Yes. Um, and I started watching the finales with some of the other cool women from my office in Chicago. And we would get wine and get lots of food and just like have really great nights of it. And so I feel like for all of the weirdness that's in this show, it's really great that it, it helps bring ladies together both on screen and off screen. Oh, so, so you like that they have the female friendship on the show and you like that you have friends as well. Yes, Friends for everyone. I would recommend keeping the friends list uh, really short for your brunch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us to talk about The Bachelor. Oh, God, Uh, what a week it's been, and we're glad you could be there with us. Next week, we're opening up sponsorships again. This week, technically, I guess. It'll be this week. Sponsorships are opening this week, so join the Weekly Weep right now. Go to readdustweep.com, sign up for the mailing list, and you, too, will be able to find out when sponsorships are available. So get that thing in your mind that you want to torture us with or reward us with um, versus the world, something you like that is underappreciated. Just get them all ready. Get your pitches ready. We can't wait to hear them read-weep.com and thank you so much to our new meat buddy our newest meat buddy our newest oldest meat buddy several months ago (laughs) Jeremy Ayur great number of vowels and uh, we really are sorry we're glad you're here (laughs) sorry Sorry, Jeremy thank you Jeremy yeah sorry Jeremy thank you Jeremy is our other motto we super super appreciate your support and uh, if you're interested in becoming a meat buddy uh, check it out on the website. We would support that as well. Readdeskweep.com slash meatbuddies. Even a little donation, like a dollar a month, really mean a lot to us. Uh, and thank you, as always, at C. Walter Smith. Oh, yeah. At the Tanya Best. Ding dong diddly dee. I'm sure uh, we will all have some great conversations as the new Bachelor eliminations happen once you're all caught up. So 
We are yeah. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be here for you guys. Don't worry about it. I got this. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. And thank you so much at Sarah Hathaway. Thanks so much for having me, guys. This this is a real love of mine, and it's really fun to talk about it with people, especially Aww. people who are just discovering it. It was so great, and I was so cautious when I emailed, I was so worried when I emailed you because I said I'm pretty sure you've watched The Bachelor, and then realized that might sound like a terrible insult if you haven't. Oh no, no shame. <laughs> good, good. If if I if somebody emailed me and was like, "Hey, you're probably really into." Smash Mouth or something. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of things. Well, that's different. <laughs> Subject line: Hey, now you're an all star. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I it's just like somebody who's already attending the Creed concert coming up yeah, next exactly. month. Exactly. <laughs> there's a lot of things where you could say it as a as not an insult that comes off that way. Yeah. Pretty sure anyway. you're a big Red Delicious fan. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, the worst. So also, uh, look, I look forward to tweeting with you about it, Sarah, when when it happens. So oh, everybody, yes, please. That's I'm worth... always on that Twitter during the episode. So. Where does female oh, friendship fantastic. happen? It happens on Twitter. Uh, join us. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back in next week. Goodbye.